Hello folks, it's your host Willow. I'm just checking in with you guys to let you know that after this episode, we'll be moving to posting the podcast every two weeks instead of every week. So after today's episode, you'll hear from us again on the 31st. We're putting a lot of time and energy into getting our programs ready to deliver to you guys, getting a lot of things organized so we can show you what we're working on. It's super exciting. So you'll hear from us again on the 31st. We'll have a special guest. And until then, enjoy this episode. Such a contrarian. Oh my gosh. He's like, well, actually, that's really interesting that you uh, that you brought, brought up some, some science. But uh, actually, what I think, me, Benjamin, hey, listen, I took a couple semesters of sociology. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm practically like a scientist. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can call me Dr. Ben in the intro now. But... <laughs> <laughs> Two semesters of college sociology. I know all there is to know. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Loving Goliath, a show where we discuss how to love the monster within. I'm Willow Smith, and I'm here with my dad and co-host, trainer Ben Smith. Hello. Hello. What's up? Oh, you know how it is. Just making a podcast with my dad. What are you you up to? (laughs) Wow. The best use of your time ever. That must be so fun. You must have the coolest dad ever. (laughs) Do you? Do you? I don't want this to live on the internet forever. So I <laughs> I think I need to talk to my lawyer before I respond. I need to <laughs> I need legal ad- advisement. <laughs> I think you I think you got the best dad ever ever. I think you're biased. <laughs> biased towards myself. Yes. <laughs> Dude, I'm too modest for that. I'm way too awesome to be to be that um conceded (laughs) (laughs) come on i have no bad i have no bad traits like no there's not a bad trait in me (laughs) i'm way way too awesome to be that conceded (laughs) that's awesome we're already (laughs) off to a bad start we're off to a real bad start do you want to i've alienated i've I've made every listener just hate me now (laughs) Dick. Everybody who's been listening to every episode up to now is like, I'm officially done. No I'm more. Done. I can't take it anymore. That father character is a dick. <sighs> Where's Mark? Marcus, Marcus, Marcus. Marcus, Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do you want to um, jump into your, would you rather question? Uh, why do we do what we do? No, the would you rather, because instead of asking you how you are, I'm asking you a would you rather, remember? Okay, yeah, yeah. Let's Um, just go into that. Okay. So, would you rather spend 20 years in prison and be exonerated as innocent, or be put away for four years, despite your innocence, and be considered guilty forever? Dude, that's not even a hard question to, to answer. 20 years for sure, because you know me very well. I could easily sit in prison cell, like happy as a cloud, just daydreaming. I, I could daydream, and 
at the end of it, just be like, you know what? I stuck to my guns. I was innocent. And I'm not going to admit guilt just because, you know, whatever. Like, I'm just, uh, personally, I don't I don't think I could do it. I don't think I could face myself. So, you know, and again, I'm somebody who my, one of my heroes is, um, like, you know, I mean, people that, that I, I really respect, Nelson Mandela, and mm-hmm. he did 27 years. He did 27 years. So if mm-hmm. he can do 27 years, I could do 20 years. And again, I think for him, it was a matter of, I'm not guilty of what they're charging me of. I'm right. just doing what I believe is right. And, and I'm standing up for my people and I'm doing, he didn't, he wasn't guilty of anything in his, in, in his mind. And if I was, if I didn't feel I was guilty, look at, if he could do 27, I'll do 20. No problem. There you go. How are Good you? Deal. <sighs> Um, <laughs> I don't I I need a little bit more, you know, stimulation in my day to day than I think prison would provide me. I think I would be terribly bored. Um I don't know. That's a tough one for me cuz I, I I think I'd be driven nuts for 20 years. Well, it's a lot different question asked. Like, it's a lot different question for a 30-year-old versus a 50-year-old, right? Right. Like, you know, like, I mean, I've lived a lot of life. And if I died tomorrow, I'd be perfectly happy because I feel like I've had, a, a, you know, such a such a great life. I I have loved my life, but it's been full, right? 50 years. But at 30, yeah, I'm I think not you're sure pretty probably... much ready to go at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if I would have answered the question the same way at 30, though, right? Right. Because, I mean, I'm a young adult. At this point, I'm like I'm not even thirty yet, and when I got out of jail, I would be your age. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you would have missed out on on a lot of stuff. So yeah, I I don't think I would answer this question the same way. I'd probably say, you know what, four years at age thirty, I would. Hmm. Yeah, and I think for me it would be like, what am I being put away for as well? Like if it was tax fraud. And I was going to be put away for four years and then spend the rest of my life being considered guilty. Like, yeah, I committed tax fraud. Sorry. Like, yeah. sorry. Right. I'm not going to spend That's 20 years point. just for my innocence. But if it was like murder, then yeah, yeah, I'd stand up for my innocence. But if they were like, uh, you jaywalked? No, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we just don't know. So, yeah, I don't know. I think I think I'm going to say four years, but I'm going to say it depends on the crime that I'm being accused of. Yeah, you know what? That that's a much better answer, I think, than mine because there, there's so many variables. You just accepted 20 years in prison immediately. You're like, <laughs> I don't care what they. I I littered. I'll spend 20 years in jail. Watch me, three meals a day. Done. <laughs> I never said I was. I never said I was smart, man. <laughs> Straight to jail. <laughs> I'm not a smart man, Jenna. Listen, uh, that's why we make a good pair. I'll I'll pick it apart and you give the soulful answer that comes straight from yeah. your heart. How's that? I'll be like, blah, and you'll be like, well. <laughs> well, if we think about this a little bit. <laughs> well, it's, it's amazing I made it this far. You know? Like, God. Well, the other question I was going to ask, and I already knew the answer was, um... Would you rather spend your entire life as an adult or as a kid? I was like, he'd spend it as a kid for sure. I would? <laughs> yes. 
dude. You're I already a kid. <laughs> I know exactly. I spent it as an adult because I have the I have the advantages of being an adult, but yet I live my life like a kid. Okay. Dude. So technically, so, still as a kid. <laughs> well, I'm an adult though. You're cheating the system, Dad. No, I'm not. I'm an adult who lives life like a kid. So I, I would, that's what I would do. So for all of you out there, if you happen to like frequent the Vancouver area and you see a grown man in the McDonald's play area, like crawling through the tubes and stuff, just know that that's my dad. It's totally normal. It's fine. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> oh, dear. Well, shall we get into what we're talking about today now that we've covered that? Let's do it. Sweet. So today we're going to be talking about why we do what we do. What hmm. do you think about that right off the bat? Well, I think uh, I think there's lots of reasons why we do what we do. But I think the main thing is how we do what we do is because of how we um, all the different circumstances of our life from the moment we're born. Have, have shaped us our way of thinking about things so so that's basically why we do what we do but it doesn't mean we have to continue to do it that way but that's that's I think for sure for all of us that's why we do what we do where we've been shaped from the moment we've been born by the things we've seen the things we've heard the things we've been told and then our experiences beyond like as well and and so we have no, you know, that's why we do what we do. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I agree completely. I was just thinking about, um, you know, it's kind of that idea of habituation where you get so used to something that it becomes normal. And I was thinking about uh, that guy, Daryl Davis, who befriended uh, all those KKK members. But talking to them, it's like, you know growing up in an area where you know they were they weren't properly educated on the topic or their parents felt that way and it made them feel that way and then like it's all these conditioning things that make a person believe what they believe and then they grow up and they are stalwart believers in that thing um whether you know whether it's true or not (laughs) you know like we all and that goes for good and bad right so Mm -hmm. yeah it's interesting to think about how how our situations change our perception of the world around us and about what's possible to us. Mm -hmm. It's super interesting. And it's also like, that's why I kind of personally believe for me, for myself, just question everything, question everything. Like what, like, does this make sense? Like for, I'm always asking myself those questions. Like, does this even make sense? Why am I doing this? Like, this is stupid. Mm -hmm. You know, what, like, from, from everything, like from my work situation to my relationships to my money situation. Like, I question everything. Like, you know, and I'll give you an example that actually happened today. So I might have talked about this on another podcast because because I, I had this quick conversation with somebody. But anyways, um, so the conversation went like this, like, I need I need eighty thousand dollars just to just to keep the doors open. Did we have that conversation? Yeah, I think we talked about it last time. Yeah, eighty thousand dollars to keep the door. So why do you need eighty thousand dollars just to keep food on the table? 
well because I've got all this different stuff that I need to afford. But why do you need to or to pay for? Why do you need to pay for all that stuff? Well, because I've got it. Mm. But do you enjoy your boat? Do you even use your boat? Well, no, I don't. Well, do you enjoy this thing or do you even use it? Well, actually, no, I don't. And do you need two like massive car payments? Like when only one car is really being used? No, I don't. Yeah, so there's all these things. It's like, well, why are you doing that then? So why do you do that? Yeah, that's a question. Why like does that make sense to you? Like, why do you why do you do you do that? The, the answer is because you've been socialized to do that. You haven't thought enough about, you know, your own reality, what you want out of life and all that kind of stuff, really at a deeper level to to make mm, better decisions for yourself based on what what's going to give you the most happiness in the long run. You haven't done that. You haven't thought about it. You've just been socialized. So that's why in that situation, you're doing what you do. And I think this is, I think that's straight across the board because I, I took a, um, I took a psych sociology, a couple um, semesters of sociology when I was in my twenties. And that was one thing I learned. Um, I only did a couple semesters of sociology, like a couple blocks of it for a couple semesters. But um, that was one thing that they said, and it always kind of struck with me that, you know, unless you know, a person's history from the time they're born. They basically said, unless you know that somebody's history from the time they're born up until the moment that that you're judging or you're you're making an opinion about their decision, you really can't say because there's so many variables that have made a person go left instead of right or up instead of down, right? Or turn mm -hmm. this way instead of that way. I mean there's a whole lot of things that have been socialized in that person to make them make that decision. But it doesn't mean it has to be that. It has to be that way, right? I think if you're aware of the fact that so much of what you're doing is socialized and not really your own decision, then you can kind of hopefully, with your awareness, break the chain and say, okay, well, what what do I truly what are what do I truly want to to do like what is my decision from my own heart my own experiences and my own um, understanding of life and what I want out of life then you're doing things that are, are resonating with you personally mm -hmm. then you can answer the question well why do I do what I do because I've thought about it because it feels right to me because I know the path I know what I'm going to get out of this um, I know it's best for for where I'm at this stage of my life and that's why I do what I do. But most people can't say that. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm thinking about an interrogation process that they use or a technique um, called the five whys. I don't know if you've heard talk about this before, but it's basically this technique or this idea that asking why five times will get you to the end like the true root cause of a problem. So one of the examples that I pulled up is um, I'm, I'm late for work. Okay, why? I woke up late. Why? The alarm, clock, the alarm clock broke. Okay, why? I didn't check if it worked. And then why? Because I forgot to do it last night. So you're getting to the very, very root of your problem with five levels of why. So it's just like taking it down to like, what is the root of the problem? Okay. 
this is the surface thing like oh i need eighty thousand dollars okay why because i have these things why because they make me feel better why because i i'm missing love in my life you know like taking Mm -hmm. it down to those things that make us do you know like the monkey brain stuff that makes us do the human stuff Mm -hmm. i don't know it's interesting and we don't really we don't really think about why Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it's interesting. It's interesting what you just said because I hear you and I agree to some extent, but I also think that why goes way beyond five questions because I'm sure it can. Ended, yeah, but but you ended that thing, and then again, I'm just I'm just being devil's advocate here, or just kind of adding that, you know, because I forgot to check my alarm. But then you can go, well, why did you forget to check your alarm? Well, because I watched too much TV. Well, why do you want, I watch too much TV? Because I wanted to escape. Well, why did I want to, why did you mm. want to escape? Well, I wanted to escape because I hate my life. Well, why do you hate my your life? You know what I mean? It goes mm. further and further and further until you finally get the root of it, which is going to be probably whatever, whatever, you know, or some part of some damage that caused you to, to want to zone out of your life and you know forget like like whatever right who knows mm. right but but you can just keep going back and back and back and back and back probably quite far <laughs> if you went if you you know well yeah and if it's you working on your own stuff then you can kind of dictate how far you want to mm. take it right oh for sure for sure mm. but i'm just saying that five going back five is is, is cool but I think for most people and most of what you do and pretty much anything you do is going to go far, far, far further than that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that this is mostly used for like, well, why did you rob that bank? And I don't know that they're looking for like, well, when I was four, I didn't get that Barbie that I wanted. So like, I don't think they're trying to go that far. I think they're just like, like, why? <laughs> why did well, you, you did. You did start with saying for an interrogation technique. I did. I said it's an interrogation technique. I know. I know. And I and I agree. And I said you know, <laughs> I agree with you. But I'm just saying, like, just generally, right? For sure. No, I agree with you. But anyways, it, it is I like both. I like you know. I think it's it is interesting, though, right? Mm-hmm. Both, both what you said and, and and also the fact that you know, I think why people do what they do, you can unravel that straight pretty far, right? Mm-hmm. No, for sure. And then that takes you right down to right down to the basics and mm-hmm. then you can fix the actual the actual complication and not just the yeah. not just the symptoms. Yeah, but I, I don't think it's necessary to go all the way back, but you should even on just a basic level, like ask yourself, why am I doing this, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't, again, like, I don't think that you need to, like, I don't need to ask myself why I don't have, like, why I don't spend a ton of money on, on toys and stuff like that. I don't need to ask myself that because, like, why would I? Like, I don't need that stuff to be happy, right? So, I mean, that's as far as my why goes, right? Right. Like, like but you should at least ask yourself why. Like, why? And, and, and get deep enough that you can get a good answer, like, you know. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to say on that? I mean, I feel like it's a pretty, you know, like, I, I feel like that it was pretty concise. I think it's pretty concise, but I think if we, if we have any, any, if we're able to offer help to anybody or maybe not even help, but like just words of, uh, 
I don't know, our, our perspective or my perspective, your, our perspective is like, you know, just try to find that time. Like I've been saying from day one, you know, try to find that time, just chill out a little bit every day and just think about life. Just think about life. Think about yourself. Think about how you feel about life. Think about, you know, what this is about for you, you know, like just chill out for a bit and give it a little bit of thought because, you might find that a lot of things that you're doing don't really make sense if you really thought about it. Mm-hmm. So that would be my big advice. Yeah. What's that? Oh, I was just going to say, you can probably make things a bit easier for yourself as well. If you are in a situation where it's like, oh, I need this much money and I only have this much and I have to pay for this, this, this. It's like, well, if you ask yourself why you have all those things and you realize that you actually don't need the boat and you don't need the private jet and you don't need this and you don't need that, mm-hmm then cutting those things out like your life is so much easier and you're offloading things you didn't need (laughs) you know and I think that goes for material things it goes for jobs it goes for responsibilities you've given yourself it goes for relationships that you that maybe aren't good for you and you don't know why you're holding on to them ask yourself why (laughs) you know and if if it's not working take take another look at it like it's okay it's okay mm-hmm. to reevaluate the things in your life. Absolutely. I, I think the most important thing is just give yourself time to actually think about things, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think, I think a lot of people, I shouldn't say most, I don't know about most, but right. from my observation, a lot of people just, they just, they busy themselves so much that they don't even think about things. So just, you, you owe it to yourself to take some time and just every day, every single day and just, chill out so you can think about things mm-hmm. cool moral of the story chill out think about things ask yourself why <laughs> yeah and you don't have to spend four years or 20 years in prison like staring at walls <laughs> like to think about things but that said you think about some of the wise men who have spent some time in prison where they really kind of started to get a handle on life by because they were in prison including nelson mandela mm-hmm so go to prison get yourself arrested today and uh, <laughs> you'll come out you'll come out a wiser person this is willow's advice not, <laughs> not trainer ben uh dr ben i may have liked you on that but i didn't i didn't i didn't spit it out <laughs> okay. well, well thank you guys so much i hope we were able to answer some whys for you today thank you for being here Um, If you have any questions, comments, concerns, if you're having a problem and you need to talk to somebody about it, if you want to be on the podcast, if you want to, you know, ask us a would you rather, please feel free. You can reach (laughs) us uh, on our email, which is lovinggoliath at gmail.com. On Facebook, we are the Goliath Foundation, and we are also Loving Goliath on Instagram. We also have a Patreon. So if you love the pod and want to support what we do here, you can find us as Loving Goliath on Patreon. And you can find, <laughs> you can find more information about the Goliath Foundation at thegoliathfoundation.com. I'm sitting like a primate and I can't breathe. <laughs> Take a breath. Take a breath. Maybe if I sat up, then I could ramble that whole thing off. <laughs> oh, oh, thank you guys for being here. Thank you, Dad, for your time. Thank you for your time, Little Willow. Oh, it's my pleasure. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.
classic Dr. Ben. Well, oh. I... <laughs> no, I'm now Dr. Ben. That's it. Trainer yeah. Ben, no, no more. <laughs> no more Trainer Ben Smith. It's Dr. Ben. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Ben, yeah. professor of psychology. <laughs> sociology. Sorry, sociology. This is by your Dr. Ben, and I'm just, you know, me. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like I can't talk to you because you don't have the, the same level of education. <laughs> Never mind that I'm actually certified in psychology. Uh, you know what? It's fine. Mr. Sociology over here is uh, Mr. Two Semesters of Sociology. <laughs> Oh man, we gotta end this. Nobody, <laughs> nobody gonna tolerate this kind of jackassery. It's okay. I'll just put it in the after credits. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs>